Trevor wanted me to not do that. Not do that for his twins, <laughs> too man. Much, too much. <laughs> Team profile and projection number 21 or something. We're in the top 10. The twins came in mm. ranked number nine. It's talking baseball brought to you by DraftKings. I've talked a lot of shit about twins in my day. I find them creepy. I think they're natural rivals, not natural best friends. I, hope, I mean, I might have twins. I might have to walk a lot of that back. Um, Trevor, what are your takes on twins before we go to Jake? Twins as in babies? Uh, or adult human twins, like 80-year-old twins. Ah, weird. Strange. A little strange. Okay. Little strange. Jake, what are the twins? They finished uh, last year with a 36-24 and 24 record on pace for 97 wins. Lost in the playoffs immediately. Mm. What do they do? Do they get better? Do they get worse? Jim, they lost a guy I love. He's been a heart and soul of the Twins for a little while. Every day, Eddie Rosario. Guy was teammates with Trev. He went to Cleveland in division. Trevor May, uh, fast riser in the bullpen world. He's now with the Mets. And John Boy Media. Uh, Rich Hill and John Boy Media. Sergio Romo, my haircut buddy. I miss him in a bad way. You can tell if you're watching this. Caught me a Marwin Alex Avila Clippard. Jake Oda, Rizzi, friend of the pod, still unsigned as we record this. I don't know if he's going back to Minnesota. They got guys coming in because you have guys leave. You have to bring in guys to replace them. Otherwise, you don't have a full team. So they brought in Andrelton Simmons. Facts. One of the best defensive shortstops to ever play this game, Trevor Plouffe. Alex Colome comes over from the White Sox. Gets a little messy, but he gets out of it. That Hansel is so hot right now. Hansel Robles, can he find his form in that bullpen? And how about the Happer? Jay Happ leaves the Bronx. He's still doing it. Twisted steel and sex appeal. Uh, man, stuff coming in, stuff coming out. I don't know. It's a it's a new look Twins team. But Trev, what's the lineup even looking like? I can't name one guy. <laughs> That's a lie. This lineup is locked and loaded. We'll start at the catcher position. Mitch Garver after winning. Did he win a silver slugger in 2019? I think he did. Kind of a rough year last year. And they got a guy named Ryan Jeffers. So they could be kind of going back and forth for playing time. I like both of them. Shout out sequence. Mitch Garver, go check it out. First base, my guy, Miggy Sano. Biggest thighs in mm. the game, Jake, would you say? He's got a bad case of thiabetes. Yeah, big guy. Bigger than Jake. Anyways, second base, we got Jorge Polanco or Luis Arise. I think they're going to be platooning together. We'll see what happens there. Two very excellent options at second base. Jorge got moved off a of shortstop because they did bring in Angelton Simmons, who mm. I did say, and I I don't know if I need to walk this back or not, but I did say he might have surpassed Ozzy Smith as the greatest short, defensive shortstop of all time. Sure. It's close enough that you can make the argument, and that'll tell you something because Ozzy Smith is Ozzy Smith. Third base, our guy, Bringer of Rain, Josh Donaldson. And then we get to my outfield. My outfield. Mm -hmm. Yes, they lost Eddie Rosario, but they replaced him with a stud and Alex Kirilov. He'll be in left field. Center field, Byron Buxton, who had some MVP votes last season. And in right field, the hottest guy in baseball, Max Kepler. And then, like the Yachty thing in St. Louis, this was inevitable. Nelson Cruz back at DH for the Twinkies. So, mm -hmm. Jim, 
Tell me about mm. their starting pitching. Mm. Well, Trevor, their starting pitching is interesting. Jose Barrios. Did I say it correctly? Yes. Okay, you're my guy. You always tell me I'm saying mm. it wrong. <clears throat> he's back. Trevor says he's an ace. Trevor might be the only person that's ever said he's an ace. Kenta Maeda. He's there. He pitched really well last year. Michael Pineda, born with the wrong size legs. He's pretty good. Jay Happ is there. Matt Shoemaker is there. And they got a bunch of other guys. Uh, Dobnak, Devin Smelzer. <laughs> Smelzer. Uh, in the bullpen, they got Colome. They got Taylor Rogers, Tyler Duffy, Hansel, as Jake said. That rotation's kind of weird. It's good. It's not. It's not bad rotation at all. It's definitely a good rotation. Um, that was kind of weird. Like if you gave that rotation, whatever. Mm. Say it, baby. Let no, it off because your chest. Pe- people are going to be mad at me. Yeah. Well, could Pineda and Happer both Yankee pitchers that had stints in the Bronx, and if you told any Yankee fan that they were in the rotation. Their reaction would be to scream and yell and pull out their hair and say, get in the fuck out of my rotation. Mm. But I think Twins fans are celebrating them, so it's just interesting. Trev, this is your team. I don't know if the people listening know this. You played for the Minnesota Twins. You were first-round draft pick for them to play shortstop. They realized, like, oh, he can't do that. So we moved him to third. They juiced you up. You got thick. Took you a while to figure it out. You and your lovely wife got engaged, and then you realized, like, I got to get better at baseball. You got better. You had a couple big years, uh, and then you were with the Twins. Then you drifted around a couple times after that. So what do you think about this team? Timeline's a little off there, but, uh, you know, enough was that. So is Jake. What? Jake's a little off, too. Yeah, that's true. What do I have on this team? I mean, I really like this team. I think we all are in agreement. This is a very good baseball team. The the elephant in the room, we just got to get it out of the way. They got to be able to do it in the playoffs. Yeah. And I keep I say it year after year. This team doesn't care what happened, you know, in 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10. They don't care about that. Mm-hmm. It's a new team. And then it's followed them along. It's followed them along. So are they going to be there? Yes. Are they going to be in the playoffs? Most likely. They got to get it done. And I think this group of guys can do it. They have the team. It didn't happen last year. It's essentially the same team. A few pieces you know, move back and forth here and there. But the lineup is great. <clears throat> the pitching is underrated. I've told you guys this before. Like they, They're ranked top six, seven in most metrics in the last two or three years. So like as people think, oh, the pitching has been a – sore spot for them it really hasn't and similar to we saw that with the yankees too um but i i love the team i love i love everything you guys know i have an affinity for this team maybe i'm a little biased but trevor I'm a twinky guy man this team is one of the best built regular season teams in baseball um i mean the lineup it's all the guys you know, and even the guys you don't know. You mentioned Ryan Jeffers. He's a pretty good catching prospect. The fact that they have him and Garver ready to go, um, I mean, that's huge. Anderson Simmons, you know what you're going to get. Um, and then, dude, like, people are not appreciating what Buxton's done the past couple years. He's become an 8 OPS guy, which for originally the dream was if he puts it in the 7s, 
He can be like a four-war type player. He's a special dude. We'll see what Kirilov can offer. I do think, you know, Eddie Rosario out and the kid in. But we saw him. He showed some stones stepping in in the playoffs. Um, I mean, with Polanco or Arias potentially on the bench, um, this lineup is stacked day in, day out. They've got... You know, Polanco can move around a little bit. Arias can move around a little bit. They've got options. It's and saying what you're saying about the pitching isn't wrong, Trevor. Mm-hmm. On on a day to day basis, you know, some of their depth pieces in that bullpen, Tealbar, Stashak, they get dudes out. But and we said this with the Oakland A's a little bit, when it becomes a five game set, a seven game set, and you got to go against other teams one and twos. You know, where's Barrios going to be at the end of the year? Where's Kenta Maeda? He was awesome last year. Awesome. But at every question with this team comes back to how good is your good in the playoffs? If you got to go your one starter to your three best guys in your bullpen, I think they end up getting outmatched. Uh, that being said, regular season, you know, I, I think this team could easily sneak near a Hundy wins again if they want. Yeah, and remember in the playoffs, Maeda did well, and the pitching actually yeah. did well. The error was quite costly, and the bats didn't hit at all in that first game. And then what happened in the second game? They just lose? I forget. They just lose. They just Barrios, lose. he would pitch well again. But they just didn't really hit. They only got one run. Got to get the monkey off their back. Got to do it, Trev. Got to do it. Barrios started using his curveball, which is his best pitch, to get whiffs on as his most used pitch. Kenta Maeda had a good year. I don't know. What are you expecting from uh, Pineda and Hap and um, who's the – and uh, Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Is that the is that it? Is Dobnak not going to do it? I think Dobnek will be in there. I don't. I don't know a ton about those other guys. Pineda, Hap, and Shoemaker. I faced them all. I don't know what they're going to bring to the table this year. I do know. I'm going to bring it up again, like I do in a lot of these things. They're able to develop players here. They can do that in Minnesota. They've struggled with developing homegrown pitchers, uh, but I think there's some new guys in there, and they're doing some new things. That yeah, they need to have big years out of those guys. Dobnek they, they was having a really good year. Step up. Do you guys remember that Dobnek was having a really good year? And then his last three of his last four starts, he just six earned runs, five earned runs, four earned runs. Uh, he was his first. He's got to be perfect. His first six starts, it was one seven eight ERA against White Sox, Cleveland Brewers were there, so not bad. But do you think this is the first year in the last couple of years where the Twins aren't a lock to win the division? Like last year, yeah. it, the Twins were winning the division. I don't think anyone would have said otherwise besides an Indians fan. Even White Sox, Royals, you know, even other fans in the division besides Indians fans, I think everyone's like, yeah, Twins have that division. I think this year they don't. It's not, I still think they have a chunk of it, maybe 60% of, of the poll, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're locked to run away with the division at all this year. I don't know if they necessarily were last year. Maybe in people's minds, uh, you know, they didn't see the White Sox coming, uh, but the White Sox are here, and Cleveland still is going to be hanging around. I'm not going to really mention the Royals, but they've made some improvements. So I think it's probably going to be a two horse race here: White Sox, Twins. Twins need to hit. 
like they always hit. They've been they've been hitting, but I think really what's gonna get them that title is if they can have some of those the, their three four guys step up. Yeah, but I think Barrios and, and Maeda are locked in one two, and I think they can match up with a lot of different teams. But then the depth in the rotation uh, has to step up. I. And so the White Sox, I, I think, to Vegas right now are the second favorites in the AL uh, to come out of the whole American League. So mm-hmm. I, I think you know it's it's coin tossy, if anything, with the the Twins and White Sox. I think people around baseball are leaning White Sox with some of their big ads, but I also think that's new and that's sex appeal, and that's something I want to. What I said before, I want to give compliments to the Twins, like the way they've been winning games under Rocco. Um, I I know that division. Uh, was weaker to a degree, but like the Indians, I don't know, they're they're kind of like easing their way down. They can still pitch a little bit, but they've lost Lindor, like blah blah blah. The White Sox are on the up and up. The Royals are trying. Um, I I still have this team day in day out winning a lot of baseball games in a lot of series. Um, AL Central and how many NL series? Central. I'd have to look at the schedule, and uh-huh. I can do that. That's how we're gonna end this. I'm gonna go through the twin schedule and go series by series. Um, how I think they're going to fare. I think I'd rather game by game, but you do whatever. <laughs> well, you Well, that's how do. you figure out a series. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so let's get ready for that at the bottom half of this hour. Um, yeah, man. No, I. Uh, I'm not. I'm personally not fully drinking the White Sox Kool Aid. I think they should be there with the Twins. Um, but man, like this. The depth is there. The lineup is there. Their pitching is going to do the same thing. Like Trev says, they do develop well and they do what they do well. Um, it's just kind of that high-end playoff stuff. And you're right, Trev. Nothing is linked back to the old teams when people say the the 0-18 streak or whatever it's at now. Like, they don't care. Nobody cares. Uh, but you got to win one at some point. And, again, the best way to do that in a playoff game is to have your lights-out starter just drop it on the table, and you still don't see that from these guys. Yeah, I mean, I I know. I hate to say, like, we just talked about how their pitching staff hasn't been the problem. But I do agree with you, Jim, where it's like when you match up top end, top end, Maeda was great last year. Can he repeat that? Barrios, I, I really believe in this kid, and I think maybe his best season is still in front of him. I'll just keep saying that until it happens. Mm. Uh, but it's kind of the same old song and dance in Minnesota where it's like they've needed starting pitching for a long time. And like, and like the ace ace guy, that's what I'm talking about. Who's the last ace that the twins have had? I mean, I know Maeda was one last year, but before that, it's a Johan. That's pretty long ago. I, 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 I don't. I'm, I'm asking you guys. I'm, yeah. I'm blanking also. I don't think we ever truly had an ace while I was there. Yeah, you would know those years, right? If I'm forgetting someone, I really apologize. That that one year of Husey, Gibby ever have a year where you'd be like, that was a stud? Not really. Liriano. But that was back in the day. That was 2006, bro. Yeah, I was really good with the Twins. Liriano's 2010 was pretty good. Yeah, it's still tough to call that an ace. 2010, Carl Pavano was our best starter, and that's not really a guy that you're like, hey. And like an ace has to do it multiple years in a row, kind of. So that's kind of been a thing. So they Kevin haven't been Carella? able to develop that. 
What's that? Kevin Corella. And Would you say Kevin Corella? Correa. Correa. <laughs> Why is that? It's like it looks like an L in the baseball reference. I want to tell. I, football team name was North Korea. I have something cool to tell you. Do you like baseballs getting hit really hard? Mm. Oh, they can do that. One guy in particular can do it. Yes. One guy has been in the top 1% of the league in barrel percentage, Bang. hard hit percentage, Oops. and exit velocity in, for the last two seasons, 2020 and 2019. Miguel, size the size of Jake's hides, 1% of the league. Like, dude hits the ball harder, faster. Than anyone else. Why do you guys think he hits the ball so hard? (laughs) Swings hard. Because he's the thickest human I've ever been in reach of. He might be be the strongest person I've ever been. Did you see the Nelson Cruz wearing his pants thing, Trev? I mean, that's some... Like, Nelson Cruz makes a lot of people look small. And he was wearing Sano's pants, and they looked like cartoon pants. Yeah. I'll Google image Miguel Sano thighs and see what comes up. I mean, I saw him in person when we interviewed him. I think I already have that Google search up. Okay, well, I, I'm going to add naked in there. Okay. See what comes up. I mean, uh, I don't know. This is, this is an exciting team. Minnesota, you've had some really good teams to cheer for in the last couple of years, but I know that everybody's waiting for them to get in the playoffs and make some noise, at least win a game. How rowdy... How rowdy can the Minnesota fans get this year if there's not a playoff series win? Like, how mad can they be at the organization? Yeah, like, I I get it that there's some sustained success that's very impressive in any kind of sport, but at the same time, if you're doing that and you're not doing anything to get to the next level, I just, I don't know. There's got to be frustration that kicks in. Oh my goodness! Look at that. That's a big boy, man. A big boy. And Sano doesn't wear his pants baggy. <laughs> yeah, he does. They're pretty baggy. They, he does. It's a little yeah. baggy. He's just a monster of a human. He he really is. He's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, the Minnesota sports fan is used to agony. Mm. I guess I could say. You know, the Vikings haven't been very good. They had the one moment with um, Stephon Diggs against the Saints, and then that was it. They've had the missed kick. I think it was – who missed that? Dan Bailey? I don't know. Somebody missed that for them. Uh, and then, obviously, what the Twins have done. And so yeah. they need to go have some postseason success in one of the sports. And I, I just think the attitude there is, yes, they're nice people, but they're, they're frustrated. Like, But their frustration doesn't show like a New Yorker's frustration would – be. It's just very like they keep it inside, and they might they might say, oh, "Gosh, dang it," or something like that. But there's 100% a ton of frustration with the state of Minnesota sports right now. I think this is the second team that I'm going to say this about, and I get it; it's a little unfair because it's a trade. But why wasn't this team in on you, Darvish? I mean, the prospect package that went back for him, the performance you you could get. I like that. You know, I think this whole conversation changes. Like, we're stoked they went out and got someone to be the difference maker. Potentially, you never know with baseball, but like, that's what it feels like. And I, 
you know, I see Kirilov and he's penciled in and, you know, I hope he's the future for them. Trevor Larnack is the other corner outfield prospect for them that's supposed to be a dude. Um, So you wonder how he gets involved and what the future looks like. But, yeah, I mean, it just feels like they haven't played their all-in hand yet. And, I don't know, I wish they would. Okay, well, do you think they're going to trade for – who do you think they're going to trade for at the deadline? This is great, great insight. Trevor, do you think they're going to trade for Garrett Richards, Johnny Cueto, Kevin Gossman, or Alex Cobb? None of them. Okay, what about you say? You say Kikuchi. You didn't let me finish. You say Kikuchi. I don't know, man. It depends where they're at. Depends if they can unlock something in Pineda. They like Big Mike out there. Mm. I don't know what Hap's got. He's had a damn good career. I remember we looked at his baseball Hap. reference page. We're like, okay, pretty good. Hap. I can tell you the scouting report on Hap. We've been watching him for the last couple of seasons. Uh, some days it's so boring, and when it's boring, that means it's great. You're never yeah. going to be, like, locked and loaded and, like, look at the sequencing. Look at the movement. Mm. This is amazing. I'm eating this up. If you're like, oh, yeah, Hap's pitching. If you forget that Hap's on the mound, that means he's steamrolling people in the most boring way. And it'll happen a couple games. You'll be like, damn, this dude's sharp, crispy, placing mm-hmm. the ball exactly where he wants to. Um, when he gets in trouble, he stalls big time. He wipes the sweat off the top of his head, takes the hat off with like the, the thumb mm-hmm. and the finger, and then wipes the sweat like this. And you can Kinda see gross. him. Yeah. Just all of his bald head, and then uh, that's when he's in trouble, and then I'll start walking people, and then I'll start complaining with the ump a little bit about not getting calls, and that's when you get real frustrated watching a Hap game. Mm. I want Jose Barrios to stop moving the ball so much. Like pitching on the mound. When I watch him pitch, it's too much, almost like too much. I feel like he's got – electric velo in him and i just kind of want him to just go with that mm. okay. like throw the crap out of your off-speed pitch and throw the crap out of your fastball the old charlie morning trick ah just throw it hard man just go for it i feel like a lot of the times looking for movement and i think a lot of it's natural so it's, he doesn't even have maybe he can't do that but when i see his ball like when I watch him pitch, I'm like, man, I wish he would just kind of attack guys more. Like you know, I think he has trouble throwing strikes sometimes. He gets, he'll get behind some guys, whatever it is. But he has so much potential, man. That's why I keep saying this guy could be an ace. This guy could be an ace. And I think a lot of Twins fans are would say the same thing, especially when he first came up. And now they're like, is is he ever going to be that guy, or is he going to be a three starter, two time All Star? But he's got to go. I think this could be the year. <laughs> I think I said that last year too, but. Okay. Can I tell you guys something? Tell us everything. They open up in Milwaukee. Oh. So that kind of sucks for Nelson Cruz. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. I'll just take longer naps. I have them losing game one. Oh, shit. Off day, I have them losing game two. I think really? they get I think they get Burns and Woodruff the law firm. They oh. win game three. Okay. They head to Detroit. Who's on the bump firm game three? Pineda? Pineda. Cool. Or Hap if if you know they want against them again. Then they head to Detroit. Okay. Three games set. They win two out of three. They win the first two. They lose the third. They do the old flip. And it's like, oh my God. You know, getting getting Detroit's second series might mean you're actually getting Detroit's good pitchers. They might go like Boyd Ooh, Fulmer. The kids. 
in the first series, and Detroit might go Casey Mize and Turnbull. It's actually kind of funny. I know we've been, we, when we've done some schedule stuff, we've seen like we've looked at the East teams and we've been like, oh, brutal. The Phillies, April, yeah. Uh, the Central's kind of they go Brewers, Tigers, Mariners, Red Sox, Angels, A's, Pirates, Cleveland, Kansas City. Paul to Paul, baby. Paul to Paul. Trev, would you put money on them going pole to pole? And then after Kansas City, it's Texas and Detroit. Twins are going to run. Twins are going to be breezy. But I just, I mean, got to win a playoff game. Yes, that's the main takeaway here. The lineup is good. I think the starting pitching can find a way. I think the bullpen is good. I think they have depth. Like it's there's a lot to like about this team. But yeah, we got to go do it. And we got teams now. White Sox looking really good. Can't count Cleveland out. But I still think they I still think that they make the playoffs. Okay. Oh Can you do me one quick favor? Can you Google image a picture of uh, Michael Pineda standing where you can see um I I did Michael Pineda Google image and I got like the fourth throw down him in a Yankees uniform walking towards second base. And if you look at his legs and then you picture Jake's torso on top of those, can you do that for me? Yeah. Walking towards second base in the Yankees uniform. It's a really good mental image. I'll read Max's fun stat while Trevor looks for that. I don't have it. I don't have it. Despite the Twins having three of the five slowest average home run trots, Marwin, Sano, and Cruz... None of the three ranked in the bottom 40 of all of MLB in first to sprint, first base sprint speed. So, Dude, Miggy can run a little bit. The twins for his size, they like to enjoy their trip around the bases. And why not, Trev? You know, these pitchers they get hitters out at a 70% clip, and they're out here. I'm watching these college world series highlights, guys are celebrating. Yeah. For oh, the, for good, good, good job, dude. Good job you got me out. You're supposed to get me out. I'm with you, Trevor. supposed to get me out. Supposed to get me out. Over Anyways, under. go Twins. Royce Lewis. Shout out to Royce Lewis. The guy is an absolute stud. Heard his ACL. Do they have any prospects that anyone needs to be aware of? Kirilov yeah. and We're not, uh, But no, like anyone else that they haven't already been aware of? Jeffers, Kirilov, we know those two dudes. Larnack. No, no one else. Jeffers. Brent Belazovic? No. Duran? Don't say that. There's a lot of guys. They they have a great farm system. They've been able to develop position players. They needed to develop that ace. DraftKings over-under is 88.5. Over. 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 Trev? Trev's nervous about being over Trev. A lot of people have been saying I've been taking too many overs. People have been calling you Trevor, Trevor the over dude. Over is in my name. Trover Plus. Trover. I said it first. I said it like right before you. I said it right after. Yeah. At Somebody said is this cool. is going to be the first season ever that every team is over their projection. <laughs> be really cool. That would be. Oh, uh, man. I'm going to take the over because I want to root for my boys. I've, go. I have another question. Yep. Do you? Who do you guys have winning the AL Central? <clears throat> the Twins. I do too. I'm I'm not 100 percent on that. I'm, you guys seem very sure. I'm not I'm not that sure. The White Sox have some players, man. Like oh, some, I like the White Sox team like, better. 
huh? I like the White Sox team better. But you think you don't think they're going to win? I think there's the Twins have the know-how to win 162. 162. They have no idea how to win a playoff game. It's almost mm-hmm. like they walk through like a a time warp, like one division like wall and then just become other people. I'm taking the over and I'll I'll pose a question to end this episode. Huge. Is Brian Dozier, who said he wanted to be a manager in the next couple of years, is Brian Dozier the Minnesota Twins manager in 2024? Yes. There's only one way that can happen, and Jake knows it, and we all know it, is he needs a hustle double in the postseason for a go-ahead RBI. That's how you become a manager or a broadcaster. Well, he hit the homer in the wild card game against the Yankees. I think that's his hustle double. When they lost? No. Needs to go Twins towards. don't have winning memories. Well, who's who's the who's the broadcaster we met on the Twins that we all loved? Dan Gladden, the best. Dan yes, Gladden. and Dan Gladden has a hustle dum- double. And but uh, that's that's to get in the booth. Oh, okay. That's to get in not the for booth. manager. Sometimes for manager for okay. Kratz. If Dozier's the manager in 2024, I will have a special assistant role somewhere. Oh, I don't know what that. I do, but I'll just be there. Quality assurance. Does Doge do the analytics? I. Uh, I'm asking. He's, I'll just say this. He's smarter than he looks. He looks dumb. What do you say about me? Just kidding, Doge. Adds up. Uh, you are dumb and you look dumb. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, you're not deceptive. Good episode. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. No twins. Twin up. No. I was talking about the humans. Twin humans are not thing. Same person? I want Shout out JK. We didn't mention him. JK, you're a stud. Gray hair. I want twin boys. You get your ass kicked. Fight. <laughs>